With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Raw? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amsden, and this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. And uh, you guys can shoot us an email. I'm Matt, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidshow.com. Or you can shoot us a text, 818-293-7547, if you want to get a hold of us, and we will respond to you. So today, just before we were getting ready to come on, news drops about Nick Rolovich, the head coach at Washington State, who has not been vaccinated Oh, he better get vaccinated. Otherwise, he's going to get fired. Um, We also have uh, the NCAA is investigating Nebraska and ASU fans are celebrating misery loves company. The NFL implements new taunting rules. All right. All right. Everybody hates them, but. You know, somebody uh, named Mara, who's the owner of one of the owners of the Giants, he's in favor of it. Uh, Hard Knocks. The Dallas Cowboys are on Hard Knocks, and it is an absolute snooze fest. 
uh, Brett Favre talks about uh, football players should not, that kids should not be able to play tackle football until they're 14. And I don't disagree with him generally. Well, on this at least. And Andy Dalton and more as far as cancel a consequence and the best of social media. I'm George Reister, and this is Reister or Wrong. Uh, so, Ralph, we will start, though. It's funny that we were going to start with a conversation that we were having off air about the vaccine and the coronavirus. And then right before the show starts, right before we're getting ready to press record, what ends up happening? Nick Rolovich, who is the head coach at Washington State, ends up uh, in a predicament. He's either going to get the vaccine or actually, or he's going to be fired. That's the way I'm taking it. You can read the statement. You, you want me to read the statement from the governor or you want me to read the statement from the school? Okay. So the, okay, both because they, because the school already said that everybody who came on campus had to be vaccinated, right? Right. So, um, the the governor said that everyone who is a worker at a school college or university so it's not it's not just colleges it's also um i'm guessing any junior colleges and any elementary schools and high schools that if you work on campus you you have to be vaccinated and that the um office clarified that the mandate will apply directly to nick rolovich Washington State came out in response and said, we applaud the efforts of Governor Inslee to protect the health and safety of the people of Washington. Washington State athletics, including staff, coaches, and student-athletes, will continue to follow all campus, local, state, Pac-12, and NCAA guidelines related to health and safety surrounding COVID-19, and we will work to ensure the mandates in the governor's proclamation are followed. So Washington State has come out and said Nick Nick Rolovich is getting vaccinated. That's what this is. Or else. Yeah, th- it's clear. And I I have said this. How long have I been saying this, Ralph? A really long time. A really long That it was just a matter of time before states got involved, especially with the variant. You, th- Dude, I, hate, I hate I told you so moments around COVID, but this is one of them. It was obvious. I'm like, how can I? I'm, I'm not I'm not a fortune teller, but it is obvious that if the that if the university says you have to get vaccinated to step foot back on on campus and then and then everybody else does it some people do it begrudgingly right but they they want their job or they want to go to school all of this stuff right and then the football coach decides i'm not going to do it who is by far aside from um aside from Jimmy Jimmy Lake Lake. over at Washington is the highest paid state employee. People didn't like, you just didn't think that was going to apply to you at some point in time that other people were going to make such a big fuss and being like, hold up, you made us do it. You ain't going to do it for the football coach. Excuse, Excuse me, Mr. Governor, excuse me, president or chancellor of Washington state. You think that's going to fly? Hell no, bro. I saw this coming from a million miles away. Just like I told NFL players over the summer, you're going to have to get the vaccine unless you are a superstar, period. Because, and if you are not, 
you are and you are on the roster bubble, you are going to be cut first thing. And second thing, if you are a free agent, you are not going to be signed if you are not having the vaccine because they are putting rules in place to make it very difficult to sign you. And I'm like, how don't people how did people think that you're going to keep letting this happen? It, it was I, I don't understand. Right. You, you don't mess with people's money. And college football is an enormous, enormous revenue driving business. And this is uh, not something that Nick Rolovich can be surprised about in that we are in a public health crisis and he's a public employee. Yep. I, I want to reiterate that both you and I, unless you've changed your mind, are still not for vaccine mandates. I still hate this. I hate yeah. everything about it. I wish that he had got elected to get vaccinated so that we weren't talking about it in these terms. I and I'm just and saying we, that that you knew that it was going to happen. It right. was it was right. clear that like for universities, as soon as they mandated it for the university, he was going to fall under that policy. There was no yeah. way around it. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean that this has implications for anybody in that program because as we know, if it was not the lowest, it was one of the lowest as far as a percentage of people vaccinated uh, at all. So uh, this is uh, this is gut check time for Nick Rolovich and 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 we'll we'll, we'll see where his I, on some level I'll respect him if he chooses to step down as head coach of Washington State. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if that's what's best for everybody involved. So you better make sure his convictions are like true deep down convictions. We just saw Arizona State's punter. Because he's not going to get another head coaching job. Like that's the thing about it is that there's going to be nowhere else to employ him. Maybe Liberty that's or the, something like that. Huh? Maybe Liberty. It won't, Liberty it won't has be a, a head coach. Institution. Right. But that's what I'm saying is he, he, might, he, he might get on as an assistant somewhere that's a private institution but private institutions private institutions for the most part are are mandating it my 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 daughter goes to lmu they said it months ago you're not stepping foot back on campus period without it usc is not happening these uh stanford not happening and i know all those are in california but there are other states that private institutions have said the exact same thing so he's going to be unemployable and then once it's FDA approved, the uh, Pfizer should be FDA approved in the next week or so. Moderna a couple weeks after that. Once that paves the way for mandates to be able to to happen. And we're not telling people what their choice should actually be because you do have a choice. You are free in this country. But you do understand, too, that you have to see the writing on the wall. You can't go to a Raiders game right now unless you uh, th- unless you've been vaccinated. You can't go to a Saints game unless you've been vaccinated or present a negative COVID test. Same thing at a bunch of other places as as well, no matter what state that you're in. There's a lot right. of that going around. So you think you're going to be able to move on Earth? It, you know, airlines are going to in- institute it. It's it, it's not when, but it, it's not if, but when. So what happens to a guy like Michael Turk who just transferred from Arizona State to Oklahoma because ASU wasn't going to travel him? They were going to split punting duties and only let him punt at home because he's refusing to get vaccinated. What happens if that happens out at Oklahoma? 
Are we looking at people trying to file lawsuits? Because again, I mentioned Liberty and then I was going to say BYU, but the prophet of the church, who's supposed to be a direct messenger of God, just told all LDS people um, to get vaccinated. And so uh, I know that Liberty, I know that that swimmer that went to the Olympics, Michael Andrew, who wouldn't get vaccinated and had to stay away from everybody. um, He's a Liberty University student. So I know that it must not at least at this point be a, a rule out there but you're right it'll be really difficult for him uh, to get a job and it's not just it's not just that it's you're gonna have a bunch of kids looking at you like hey like you're our coach do this for us and i would hope that if this was a medical issue on his part that he'd be able to get some type of Exemption, yes, exemption or something for like it that. Because they, they, they are granting exemptions for re- religious reasons or medical reasons, which is which is sensible. Right. Unless your religious reason is it has a microchip or something weird, weird like that. Like if you're if you're being extremely low information about it, I just would you and I were talking about this when this news broke, because I have a friend who's who's trying to find a way to break it to his family that he wants to get vaccinated and he's afraid that his family will be disappointed in him because of how against it they are. And I, and he even said that they have two very close family friends, one who just died of COVID and one who's on their deathbed. And I really feel for him because I, I, I'm friendly with his family and everything like that. And I have no judgment against them whatsoever. But I think one of the, the things that exists out there is that this is only a disease that's that's killing the elderly who would already die anyway like that's a mindset that people have and so i tried to break it down you know to to give him some information to share that 21 percent of the people that die from COVID are under the age of retirement and and if you break it down over the last 500 days that means 300 people under the age of retirement who have probably at least 15 to 20 years left of their life to live um, are passing away every single day, 300 people every single day under the age of retirement from COVID. Every life is precious. I think if somebody is 86 and they were going to live to be 96, I don't think we should look at that any differently as somebody who, who passes away in their 30s or my friend who passed away at 51. I don't, I don't think we should be looking at this any different. But as you pointed out to me when, I'm trying, when I was giving you those statistics, you said that's up until now. This variant doesn't seem to discriminate as far as age, as much as the, 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 the original version. There are did. way more children in the, in the ICU right now. And I think that that is notable and that you have to be willing to say, okay, look, yes, the information that we had like that, that's the trouble with COVID, right? Is that the information that we had, we didn't, well, sorry. At first we didn't have any, any information, and then we got information and then it was incorrect. And then that sort of got corrected. And then people started filling in the gaps with their own stuff. And then once we actually settled on the information that, that made sense, that you can be outdoors, unmasked, that you are extremely low risk as far as that. And then here comes the Delta variant being, being, being like, ha ha, oh boy, just as soon as you think that that you got a handle on this and how to make everything work, I'm going to come and throw a curveball. I'm coming for the children now. I'm coming for the young people now. And it's, and we're going to start to, you have 8,400 uh, kids in one school district in Florida that are all at home um, in, in quarantine right now, Charlotte, North Carolina, where I live, they announced yesterday that if you're in a government building, you're back under a mask mandate. And then 24 hours later, about nine minutes ago, the, the news dropped that those same government buildings that you were supposed to wear a mask in 
have reshut down. So the government buildings in North Carolina are starting to shut down. Uh, it, it's it feels like we're going back into the situation that they were that we were in last March. But instead of it being precautionary, we're having to do it out of necessity, which is the nightmare that we were trying to avoid this entire time anyway. And so if you are healthy, if your only question about the vaccine was, is it going to turn somebody into a newt? And you got six months of data saying that that probably not, then please consider doing doing your part. Um, if you have health or, or, or religious reasons to not do so, please don't engage in disinformation campaigns, uh, discouraging people who don't have those reasons to possibly go out and, and get themselves vaccinated. Like let, we we got to do, we have to come together in some way as a society. We have to, like, and now well, it's for the children. Please, cor- correct. Which is, you know, at first they were like, "Oh, sacrifice the old people," and now it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" It's young people who are at significant risk too. Which is, and and I'm a person that believes that when new information comes out, that you have to change how you look at things and i'm a person i've been on record on this podcast everywhere i i do not trust big pharmacy companies uh big big pharma i don't but when you wrestle with the alternatives you're just like "Mm, this is probably the best move to to make and yes you can play play the percentages if you, if you're like oh only 1% of people are going to die well out of two out of what 300 million people that's 3 million people and that's, and they could be that's people that are not close that to you you don't know correct it, and exactly. there's a there's a short story and, and you probably read it everybody's made to read it in high school it's called the the lottery and it's by a woman named Shirley Jackson and it's about this town that has this tradition where every single year they get everybody to the middle of town and they draw a name and the the name that they draw is a person that the whole town stones to death and for some reason the entire town loves this tradition even though to an outsider it's completely horrifying and everybody is really excited to go and participate in this tradition of stoning somebody to death in the middle of town until they're the one who has their names drawn. Then yep. they beg, then they cry, then they plead while the rest of the town celebrates. And, 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 and you know, just because I have a literature degree doesn't mean I try to fit every situation into some some literary lesson that was learned. But I always thought that that story was stupid. My entire life, I went thinking that story was completely ridiculous. And now we, we, we live in a culture where uh, unless it directly applies to us, we don't necessarily have the empathy and the sympathy to, to make sure that we're not engaging in things that co- could backfire on us and cause us harm. Yep. We're, we've stopped looking out for each other to the point where we put ourselves at risk. And that is horrifying. Like we need me. And I understand that there's a lot of people that are probably been vaccinated that have probably stayed at home, masked up, socially distanced tried to do internet school and hate their kids because of it. I know there's people listening <laughs> to this that are like either amen or who the hell you're talking about. This has nothing to do with me. And I understand you. And I, and I, I feel you, I feel you because it's entirely frustrating, but at the same time, like it doesn't matter. We don't have a choice, but to reach those people who have yet to not be reached. We don't have a choice. So you have to continue to do your part and you have to find the most scientific evidence-backed way to get people's attention it's obviously not yelling at them or shouting them down or telling them that their information's bullshit or cutting them out of your life those things are obviously not doing the trick we have to find something 
that brings people around and convinces them that it's a good idea that we not all die. Yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great way to put it, Ralph. Um, all right. The next thing up, uh, you have Nebraska, Scott Frost and Nebraska are under NCAA investigation. Just, they joined the crew, the ASU, Arizona, Kansas crew. Huh? I don't know why you're bringing up Arizona State. Uh, the, do you feel like this is similar? I feel. I, no. There was one. No. There was one. There was one accusation that made me a little nervous what? because not just for Arizona State, who I've definitely seen um, analysts w- within the program coaching kids directly, and I was under the assumption that every program just kind of did that. It's like speeding, like going ten miles an hour over the yeah. speed limit. Like, you know how everybody says, like, everybody's got a bag, man. Everybody cheated during the COVID era. That's actually not true. Yeah, that that thing you're saying is actually not a tr- true thing. Uh, but I will tell you that, like, analysts working directly with kids, in my experience, is pr- pretty that universal. Happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And so that when, when that accusation came out, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, everyone's see, in huge trouble. Yeah, but the, see, it's not even the fact that they had analysts working with with kids it's the fact that they secretly moved their weight room and workouts that they weren't supposed to be having to a location and then had analysts running it with the coaches there on other occasions and they're caught on film and then i started thinking okay who actually caught them on film probably one of their student athletes turned them in And the reason why they probably turned them in is because they didn't think that they should be there. And then, and there's 110 kids on the team. How on earth are you supposed to keep 110 people happy? Some of the people on the team are disgruntled. They don't like the coach. This is on every single team, including Alabama. There are some kids on Alabama who don't like Nick Saban. They don't like their situation, whatever it is. And if he does something wrong, they'll be willing to burn, burn the house down with him in it, too. And so that's probably what happened. Or one of the coaches, one of the trainers, somebody else who was there that didn't think that they should be there. And that's the issue. And I'm like, I'm looking at this Nebraska situation and I'm saying, okay, so you did this during a pandemic. To, to keep your team ready to play, right? Because remember, Scott Frost in Nebraska, they were like, we'll leave the Big Ten. We'll go play in another conference this, this season. We'll play anybody, anytime. Yeah, shit, until it comes to come play in Oklahoma, and then you try to weasel your way out of a game this season because you know you're going to get your face kicked in. And I'm just like, it, it just made me just look at Scott Frost and be like, ew, ew. So... You 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 want to break the rules. You say you want to play anybody, but then that ain't really true either. I don't even know what this dude stands for at this point in point in time. He was he was probably going to be gone anyway. Um, they never really found the quarterback that was going to make them uh, find a way to capitalize on some of the other good players that they've been able to bring in. They have lost a lot of talent to the transfer portal, and so according to your theory. Uh, maybe it's somebody who, who, who bailed on the program that was actually getting playing time. I'm, I'm, you can look up the names. They've had a lot of people transfer. Some, yes. Some, some uh, well-known names like Kurt Warner's son, Cade. The whole and, rosters at, Arizona, at, at, right. at Oregon State right now. Or at Ed McCaffrey's son, Luke. 
Um, you know, they both bailed on the program. I think they had a tight end named Kurt Raftall uh, bounce. Demarion Houston left. Ronald Tompkins left. They had an offensive lineman leave today. And so it, maybe it's a player or or one of the practices in college football that you do to help recruits commit to your school because you're trying to trick them into the idea that you've got a long-term commitment to a coach that you know on your end that you could find donor money to fire at any given time. One of the things that you might do if you are a program that is actually helping facilitate some of this um, uh, malpractice is to then turn your back on your coach and turn them in from the inside. Because if you can fire somebody for cause, you don't have to pay their buyout. Yep. This whole thing to me screams inside job that somebody within the University of Nebraska knows that the ship is sinking, sees everybody transferring out of the program, sees the continued lack of success and the fact that they probably never should have even fired Bo Pelini. And, um, and, and they say like, well, we just went through COVID. We just lost a bunch of revenue. The best way to get rid of Scott Frost would be to have him fall on the sword that we were all aware of. Um, having a, an analyst run your special teams, is a bad idea because it's against the rules period you, you can do the same thing arizona state fans have done and say that well, other people do this which is absolutely true maybe not to that extent that seemed pretty wild um but you, you, firing an analyst for doing a bad job running your special teams when he never should have been in that position in the first place that's on you dude but yep. setting up weight training um and getting turned in for it like there were there were rules what are you supposed to do what, what are you supposed to do if, if you were told not to do something and you did it, that's what can, what can you say? Like, yeah, this am I being can't you're we're being canceled. No, you're not. It was against the rules like they're just the same. I mean, think of think about this. This is the same argument that I made when Shikari Richardson, the sprinter, she tested positive for weed. And then she got uh, ousted from the Olympics. Didn't get put on the relay team, any of that stuff, right? So this is the same argument that I that I made. Is that when you look at when you know what no no matter whether you think the rules are stupid or not, right? It doesn't matter. Those are the rules. Yes, you should try to change bad rules, but. If it's the rules, you understand that there are consequences for those actions and you have to be willing to accept those consequences if they so come and not just say, oh, well, it was a stupid rule anyway. Other people did it. Well, you know, sometimes have have you ever hit somebody and then turned around in school and then uh, somebody hit you and then you hit them back? Who does the teacher always see? Second person. The second person. Then the first person be like, oh, my God, what did, what did you do? And then like, he hit me first. Like, Mm-mm. Right. And 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 it's not a stupid rule to, to have analysts not be able to work directly with the athletes because analysts are not getting paid all that much money. It's actually a protection to the fucking analyst. Yep. Right, it's well, like well, saying well, that, and, and it's to l- level the playing field because they're only supposed to have ten coaches. And so, co- then, like you pointed out a million times, coaches are all about fairness. But at the same time, like it wouldn't be fair to an intern uh, 
at an oil rig that you let them do the drilling that day because one, they're not getting paid for it. And two, they haven't learned everything they need to learn to make sure that they actually do it correctly. So yep. you put your whole program at risk to, to, to what, try to save some money. Well, what, uh, well, well, some of these analysts though are like Butch Jones for and other former head coaches. So, so, or right. position coaches that were fired from other places and come there to re rehab and all of that stuff. So they can go somewhere else. So, but the but right. the issue of fairness is more about okay, can't that schools that don't have as many resources that they're not down on coaches. So while while Oregon may have the most analysts in the Pac-12, Alabama's probably got the most analysts in the freaking nation. Yeah, and, and we see that at the high school level you'll go get like an inner city uh, school, go and play one of the suburban schools. And the biggest difference you notice between the two schools besides roster size is coaching roster size. Yeah. Those bigger schools will have like eight dads who used to play in the NFL that don't even really have a role. Eight guys who graduated four years ago and aren't really doing much. So they're on the sideline giving one-on-one -on -one advice to kids. And then every single position group has like, co-coaches that work together oh so you mean like 30, at my kids school and like at a lot of the school the yes. school that i went to school that i went to which is actually one third free and reduced lunch is also very good at football and so they have a truckload of resources and some yep. of these schools have an offensive coordinator a defensive coordinator and a head coach and that's yeah. it oh and so I, I understand what the ncaa is trying to do and at the same time, like if you are going to have somebody work directly with kids, pay them. Yep. Like make them a position coach. Why would you have them running the, I don't know. And you have a situation where you can, if you have a coach who's unavailable, you can actually take an analyst and move them into that slot. That's allowed. Yep. So how they could end up having this happen. I have no idea. Well, the weight training thing is just stupid. Well, how how about cheating and then being bad too, and then running from Oklahoma? So you, uh, that's the part that I made fun of uh, Scott Frost and Nebraska for last year when the pandemic started. They were out front. We're we're playing no matter what. We'll leave the Big Ten. Shut up. No, you won't. And then the Big Big Ten was like, you're not going anywhere. Um, if, well, actually, no, no, you can, you can leave if you want to go, go, go ahead. That's more money for, for us, fam. And I just, Nebraska fans, I, I, I know you are plenty. You are legion. There are many yes. of you and you are incredibly passionate. Please don't. At bed three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Don't go down the ASU road of trying to find the snitch. Because even if you find him, it doesn't change anything. Nothing changes about what happened. And also, it's very possible that the snitch is actually trying to save your university a bunch of money. Correct. So the, snitch, the snitch might be on your side. Correct. Exactly. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The next thing up, the uh, Hard Knocks came on last night. Episode 2, the Dallas Cowboys. America's team, Jerry Jones. Ralph, I I, I was like, what, what am I watching? It, it was a snooze fest for me. Uh, they should never have changed the format, even though it seemed like a really good idea because you're dealing with the Dallas Cowboys. You have so many big stars, so many big personalities. You figure you could just follow around an injured Dak and it would be more interesting than chasing the eight guys to get cut. No, that's for, way for more interesting. Exactly, exactly. The formula, the formula worked. It has nothing to do. Like your stars don't matter in the preseason. That's the whole point of the preseason is yep. to get a look at what roster spots thirty five through fifty three are going to look like. So hard knocks focusing uh, on Dak Prescott who is injured, uh, Ezekiel Elliott who is and only not on the drama of Dak. Right. Dak bring be, being hurt because Dak because they could focus on the dramatic part of it yeah and there, i mean there are interesting things about this show um homerism for me anything they do with azure kamara is is fascinating because i covered him in high school and he's a kid who like barely barely qualified to go to junior college then barely qualified to go to university of kansas and now is fighting for a roster spot with the dallas cowboys and he got to play in front of his mom and, and yeah that was like dope. Re- a refugee and everything like that 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 is a feel-good story but you also need it mixed in with some other interesting stuff and i'll be honest unless micah parsons who is very weird is on camera this has not been interesting the only thing that i found very interesting was it's kind of redemptive for aaron Rodgers because you get to see up close how socially awkward mike mccarthy is with both Dak prescott and jerry jones like the interactions between Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are very uncomfortable. They're extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and and then Jerry Jones' interactions with absolutely anyone are extremely uncomfortable. And so uh, I, I don't know if I find those to be <laughs> entertaining or fun, but it it did provide some context of of to say why like maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't the bad guy in every situation always. Maybe Mike McCarthy is just 
kind of one-dimensional and Aaron Rodgers didn't respect that the way that Dak Prescott seems to not respect that. Yeah, I, I was just like that it's clear that Mike McCarthy cares how he come, comes off looking on, on hard knocks. He almost comes off as a fiery head coach, a tough guy. And it feels more forced than that's necessarily his personality on a day-to-day basis. I think that him being under the microscope and kind of being on the hot seat coming on, coming into this season, I think that's playing into how he is on camera during hard knocks. It it frustrates me because it was down to him or Marvin Lewis. And I, I get, I get why they made the hire because you got the track record of success with Mike McCarthy and that, that one super bowl that if we're being honest, probably should have been more than one super bowl. Right. Yep. But part of me wants to seem like people who know the NFL understand what it's like to be put in charge of the Cincinnati Bengals and to be at, at a deficit as far as the resources that are afforded to you. People know people who know football know. And, and Marvin Lewis kept them relevant for over a decade. I would have loved to see what Marvin Lewis did with unlimited resources. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. I just would love to have seen it. And I feel like, I feel like after watching this uh, that I felt at the time, Jerry Jones made a mistake. I hate seeing Marvin Lewis get strung around and Rooney ruled all the time. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm watching this season and I'm saying to myself, like, I, I don't know if he would, I, cause I, I think the Cowboys are stacked. <laughs> they are stacked. And I yeah, think they the can have a really is, good year. If Dak isn't healthy, they're doomed. Uh, Josh Rosen's a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> that would hey you want to spice up uh episode three of hard knocks go get josh Rosen. <laughs> am i wrong no 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 you're not wrong that would man because I, I want josh rosen to get an opportunity you know he didn't get very many reps in san francisco because they drafted trey lance so i get it but yep ah oh, man all right uh staying with the nfl though they have enacted a new taunting rule. They have a point of emphasis by the officials is to enforce, well, by the competition committee to the officials is to enforce taunting. And we've seen it called in the preseason, and I hate it with the power of a thousand suns, dude, because you're going to have some game that is impacted because two dudes are talking trash to each, to each other that doesn't result in a fight. Cause how many fights actually end up happening on the field anyway? So I, I, I think more that they your, made a problem more, more in your own practice exist. You get more fights in your own practices than you get during an actual game. Yes. Cause you're yes. right. If you, if you get in a scrap in practice, They'll chalk it up to be like, oh, we we had a fiery practice today. The coaches, yep. the coaches really over motivated you guys. Like they can find a way to turn it back on them. If you do it during a game, you lack discipline, and it'll cost you money and maybe get kicked off the team. Yes, and get ejected out of the game. Like if you get ejected, you can't play. You can't play. You get no stats. You get no stats. You go to no Pro Bowls. You get no Pro Bowls. You get no All Pro. Like you, you, you get kicked out of game. You don't get stats. You don't get incentives. Like there are so many. Uh, there's so much motivation not to get kicked out of a game that a 15 yard penalty. Because wait till an official. Because this is another judgment call. And adding judgment calls, more judgment calls on officials 
who make judgment calls all day and then are criticized for them is a bad idea. I agree. Uh, John Mara said that nobody likes to see taunting. I like to see taunting. I do too. That nobody likes to see taunting. Dude, this is old fuddy-duddy behavior. Nobody likes to see taunting. Dude, there's nothing wrong with taunting. I, I think that there is a certain level to it that should be you know that, that that you do have to keep things under control but as far as just completely eliminating taunting I, I i just don't see how in a game that is so hyper testosterone driven you are physically pushing tackling hitting people and then you're supposed to, after the play, bottle all that emotion up after somebody's been talking trash to you and not say anything to them? Like, isn't that what fans like anyway? NFL fans need to be more like um, more like NBA fans. Because NBA introduced a new ball, and the fans, who don't even touch the basketball, rebelled on behalf of the players and joined the players in that rebellion, and they got the ball uh, re, the, they got the old ball back. Is what I'm trying to wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. Hold like, on, hold on. So, so is Wilson out and Spalding's back in? No, this was uh, this was back when uh, Steve Nash was still playing right before he went to the Lakers. Remember oh, they when they uh, tried to go to that composite, composite. ball, exactly. Yeah, instead of the, and I'm saying like the the fans and players seem to have a little bit more power in these other leagues when they all come together over a singular issue. Everybody should have been making a bunch of noise over this because it it's still not cut and dry. It's up to the judgment of an official yep. what taunting is. And that's not right. Can you imagine you if, can't you, if you screamed out? Yes, you cannot rescind one. And can you imagine in basketball, if you dunked on somebody and screamed afterward, they could take the basket away. No <laughs> one would watch basketball. Nobody would watch basketball. Dude, dude, that would be atrocious. And that's what the NFL is. going. I can't, I, do you, do you know what I hope? I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Because there have been times where the NFL has put in a point of emphasis, and after a week or two, they've told the officials, nah, nah, forget that. And I hope that on the Thursday night game, who who, who plays the first game of the season, Ralph? That is a great question. Are you trying to say that they should do a Legion of Boom thing where Seattle just held on every play until the refs had to stop calling it? No, 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 no. No, I'm I'm suggesting that on that Thursday night game, opening game of the season. That's that, at Cowboys at Buccaneers on yes, September 9th. Yes, Cowboys at B- Buccaneers. That it's the fourth quarter. And Tom Brady picks up the first down that is going to win the football game. And then he yells at somebody who's been talking trash to him. So they call a 15-yard penalty, and then they have to replay the down. I'm sorry. And then they have to replay the down where the clock stops, and then they have to punt it off, and then Dallas wins. And then I want everybody to go crazy. Dude, I want it to be such an egregious and I want it in that first game where there's nothing else on, so everybody will see it, and everybody can be mad, and the league goes, ooh, we don't want to impact the outcomes of the game by stuff like this. If George, if they take away my favorite thing in all of football, which is the quarterback overthrowing a pass by 40 yards 
and the defensive back still doing the incomplete. <laughs> Like he had something to do with it. If they take that away, I am, I'm going to be so mad. Dude, <laughs> that's my that favorite frustrates thing. Frustrates me in general. Like they're 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 like no fly zone, homie. You're like, bro. Yeah. He he was wide ass open. You fell on the ground. Yeah, you, you got cooked. I like it when they they hit with the thing and then they stand with their arms crossed and they like nod. <laughs> yes, or the, or they put their. Uh, hands, but 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 behind their back to 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 like act like the dudes in jail or in custody. Like, come on, bro. He was second wide most, ass open. Second most frustrating thing that's ever happened on a football field is every time a defensive back does that. The most frustrating thing that ever happens on a football field is when you come across the blind side and you give uh, Andrew Luck seven concussions in one hit, and he stands up and pats you on the ass and says, "Nice hit." Yeah, he's like, mm, I tried to yeah. kill you. Right. <laughs> um, speaking, staying with the NFL thing, we have um, Brett Favre. He came out and said that football should not be played by kids until the age of 14. I sit on the Harvard football uh, players health study. And so I've been privy to hundreds of hours of conversations, of meetings, of presentations from the data that's collected. I want to preface this by saying football is dramatically safer now than it than it was. The technology in the helmets is better. The amount of head hits that you take is less Everybody focuses on the game, but practice was the actual number that was frightening because in an NFL season, there are about a thousand plays on offense and a thousand plays on defense. So now if you take that thousand plays over the course of four and a half months, not not really that big a deal, even if there is a tremendous impact. If you sit out a while until your symptoms are gone, you're fine. It's practice because when I was playing, there used to be another in between, depending on how your camp was and all of that, in between another six and 8,000 helmet hits throughout the course of a season. And that's the Chinese water torture that like or waterboarding that will just that actually causes significant brain injury. So when you change the era of Oklahoma drills and, and oh, stuff God. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I don't know when that went away, but that was, that, I mean, repeated sub concussive hits for no reason that didn't make you any better was called toughening you up. Yep. Yeah. And then when you used to get a concussion, they say you got dinged and yes. now, no, no, you got a concussion fool. Um, so I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, for so while football safer all the all the, all of these things but the data that's been collected is based upon the players that played while the rules were different and all and all, all of that so for me and my kids so i agree with Brett Favre here i didn't let my oldest son play tackle football until he was 14 he only played flag he was playing baseball all of that stuff and my younger son i'm going to let him play at 12 and that's the decision that I made for me and my family, because that's around the time that your skull fully hardens. And for, for me, that was a big thing it was like, once his skull fully, fully hardens, if he wants to play, 
I'll let them suit up and play, especially if it's either for me or a coach that is going to put his health and safety above winning games. Is that if a kid gets dinged and and I even suspect that there is a concussion, you sitting out until we are 100 percent sure that all your symptoms are gone. Even if that means that I got to play a kid that shouldn't be a quarterback, a quarterback or whatever, if we lose a game, it is what it is because their health and safety has to be paramount because second impact syndrome is real where, 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 where kids actually die. And I don't want a kid that I am responsible for or my own kid to be that outlier who that does happen to. Because you can't there. There's no I'm saying saying I'm sorry after that happens. The, um, his comments scared me. Uh, I'm still kind of it just came across the article and, and sent it to you before we, we went live. And it, it, it gave me a lot to think about. And I think the important thing is that parents are thinking like that, that. That thought is being put into this and it's. Football, for the sake of football, isn't just something that you do. Pop Warner at age five, six, seven. Nothing against the parents who do that, but but you know, you and I have talked pretty extensively. My son tries out for his first tackle football team, his first team of any kind, in a week, and he turned thirteen two weeks ago. And he's taller than every kid his age, but again, never done anything athletic, never done team sports. So he's going to, he's, he's probably going to struggle early on as far as technique and figuring out the right things to do and understanding like what getting hit feels like and, and, and all that stuff. And I'm already nervous enough. And then Brett Favre drops this and I'm like, dude, am I a bad father? Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, this whole thing is. Um, very new to me, even though I've worked around youth sports my entire life. I've been coaching uh, different youth sports since I was 16 years old, and I've been covering uh, sports at the high school level since I was 28 and college level since I was 30. Like, I've been around sports my entire life. I played football. I got concussed so bad in high school uh, out, off the football field, completely separate from football, that to this day, if, like, rock music's playing and I nod my head too quickly. I got to sit down. Like I, so I understand like this, this stuff can, and I've also had friends who, whether, whether um, something happened when they're fighting overseas or on the football field where you, you see the personalities change. I got an uncle who fell off um, a sand rail at the dunes and didn't have his helmet strapped. And all of a sudden he went from being um, a 40 something year old man to, to having the mentality of like a 12, 13 year old like I'm very aware of what this stuff could be and was already nervous. And my son's about to go play football. And now this is the thing that's at the forefront of my mind. And it's like, you know, I I just want to make sure that that I'm not, that I don't overreact out of fear or whatever, but I want to make sure he's in an environment where he's everything that he's taught to do is the right way so that he can get the benefits. Because there's so many benefits of team sports. I want him to be able to get those benefits without, assuming too much of, of the risk that has ended in, in, in a lot of tragedy that we've seen over the last few years. Yep. One, 100% right. So, you know, everybody, if you do let your kids play, look up the Virginia tech helmet ratings. They, they do it for football. They- 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I do it for hockey helmets and all of that stuff you'll probably be surprised and also make sure that your kid has a helmet that has been certified for that year if if it's not certified for that year do not let them go out and play in that helmet period fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live do we need to cancel? Cancel. Cancel. cancel? Or is there a justified consequence? Let's find out now. It is time for cancel or consequence. And cancel or consequence is the point in time where we tell you if somebody is being canceled or whether they are receiving consequences for their actions. And uh, Ralph, I'll let you intro this one today. So you sent me this um, Draymond Green, uh, who has been kind of a, a, a rising star in media, though he's still in the prime of his career. I found out in this interview, he's 31. I thought he was 31 for 10 years ago. <laughs> um, he, he, he has mid thirties energy and he has ever since he was a rookie. Um but he's he's 31 years old and he's already doing stuff in the media space that that is usually reserved for former players. Um, and he had the opportunity to partner with Bleacher Bleacher Report, not Bleacher Support, uh, with Bleacher Report for um, uh, like a video podcast called Chips. And I don't know if this is the first episode or what, but it was fantastic. He sat yes, down with was. Kevin Durant. 
and him and Kevin Durant got really real about what happened that broke up the the Warriors. Yeah, um, and yeah, I, I just I, I was fascinated. Oh yeah, yeah, and here is a little bit of a clip from it. But I I, I have to say I wasn't buying everything that was said here. But here's what they had to say. From my own personal um, sanity, because I've been getting my ass kicked ever since you left. So just for my own personal sanity, how much did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors? It wasn't the argument. It was the the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that shit all out. I remember watching The Last Dance, and when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team in the locker room said, Scotty, that was fucked up that you did that. We needed that. We just need to throw all of that shit out on the table and say, yo, Dre, K, like, that was fucked up that we even had to go through that. Let's just wipe our hands with that and go f- go finish the task. I don't think we did that and we tried to dance around it. I just didn't like how all of that, just the vibe between all of that, it just made shit weird to me. And I'd rather us be who we say we are, family first, communication. So a lot of blame got placed at the feet of Steve Kerr, Bob Myers. And yeah, they probably do deserve a little bit of credit for, or credit in a bad way, because um, for the team breaking up, as Kevin Durant just said there, because he's still kind of upset about it. It seemed like he would have rather things worked out with the Warriors and he had stayed there. But But I think the biggest issue was, is that, is that, and then Draymond said that, yeah, it was them, them, them. Nah, bro, it was you. You got out of pocket. Like, and that, and that maybe they should have addressed it with them in the locker room. Steph and Clay probably needed to get involved and be like, Dray, Dray, Draymond, that's effed up, bro. Like, be, be, once it was known that it became a public event, because they might, it might have not have been made into such a big thing had it just gotten glossed over, but that's not what happened. So if I understand why KD was upset about it, but placing it at the feet of the ownership and the coach instead of just giving Draymond the credit for what he did it is is kind of I wasn't really feeling that as much. Yeah, I think this is cancel, not consequence for the Warriors front office, for Bob Myers, for Steve Kerr, because here's the deal. What you are saying is and, and I, I want people to remember it was reported widely at the time by Adrian Wojnarowski and Shams Charnia and Chris Hayes and everybody um, are everybody that was involved with, uh, with with reporting on the NBA at the time that the conflict did spill over into the locker room and that everybody was mad at Draymond and Draymond kept calling Kevin Durant a bitch, kept bringing up his free agency like it did spill over into the locker room. I just think it's really important to break down what the two of them are saying here. And also go watch the interview because outside of this couple of minutes, it's actually really, really, really incredible. Yeah, the is. whole thing is is amazing. And, and I gained so much respect for um, Kevin Durant's perspective just on life, especially his perspective on happiness as a feeling like 
never concerning yourself with happiness because it's fleeting, like wanting to live a life full of peace and, and joy and not worrying about the, the, the highs and lows. Don't chase highs and lows. Like that stuff was awesome. And him calling out Draymond is like the biggest um, overreactor of anybody that he's played with, including naming like Harden and, and, and Westbrook and, and Kyrie by name. Um, all, all of this is just super fascinating. Really well done by everybody involved. Highly recommend watching it. However, in this clip, they are saying if the front office had let us handle it ourselves, we wouldn't have broken up. So it's their fault. But that doesn't preclude them from ever taking the opportunity to handle it themselves, does it? Cor- correct. Because they've clearly handled it themselves since. They played together on the Olympic team on IG Live together. Like they, it has been squashed on some on some level. And that's like saying that if I grounded my oldest son for the way that he talked to uh, his younger brother, and then they never talked again, that it was my fault for trying to do my job. Yeah, bro. It, it, no, it, it, at some point the two of you got to yes, figure it out. You're grown correct. ass men. You figured it out now. Exactly, bro. And the, that was the thing that I and but here is the issue with Draymond, though, too, is that. While Draymond was angry and he was what he was really angry about was Kevin Durant. He thought Kevin Durant was had already made up his mind that he was going to leave in free agency. That's what he was upset about. And truthfully, he and, and remember, anger is a secondary emotion. So he was actually hurt. His feelings were hurt that Kevin Durant didn't want to be there anymore and that he thought that and that he was spurning them and that he was one foot out the door that that. So his feelings were were hurt. He felt like he was, you know, being shunned thrown aside so were his warrior brothers that embraced this dude and that Kevin Durant was a a defector who was going to leave and his feelings were hurt that's what the crux of this is is about that's where the anger came from yeah it's actually a good it's a good thing it's a pretty cool thing that Draymond Green multiple time over tens of millionaire cares this much about his team winning that he's worried about the most skilled offensive player in the history of the world being bought in not now next year and Kevin Durant having to explain that like me looking checked out is actually me completely focused on the task at hand it was an interesting way for two people to work through their personality flaws which create perceptions in others that might not necessarily be correct these are both two people who wanted more than anything to win but wanting something isn't enough and you you learn that in life whether it's you know with with friends that you've lost touch with even though you love each other relationships that die like wanting it intensely isn't enough there you have to be able to connect and hear each other and communicate and at that point at, at that point in time for some reason they just weren't able to do 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. do it and it's really interesting that the last dance is being produced and put out the way that it that it has been is causing players to maybe look inward see some of the stuff they're going through right now and realize how it's going to be looked at 10 20 years down the road yep 100 percent. fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live now, 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 here's the best of social media. And now it is time for the best of social media, where we literally show you the best things from social media. Uh, the first thing up that we have to, to today is this is funny because I've gotten in discussions with my kids about how to eat bananas, right? Is that. So how do you eat a banana? Do, do you take the long part, the stem of it, and pull that off? Or do you no turn it upside down and then hold the stem in your hand and then peel it from the, the little nub? I pinch the nub. I pinch the nub. My son uses, my youngest son uses his thumbnails in the middle of the banana and peels out. Never seen anything like that before. He also eats like five bananas a day like a weirdo. Um this, however, is not a thing that I've seen before. So this is apparently uh, how oh, where do where, where does this kid play football at, he, at Kentucky? He's he's the starting quarterback at Kentucky. In fact, four star Joey Gatewood, who used to be at Auburn, six foot four, two hundred and twenty pound quarterback, just transferred out because it's very clear that this is the best quarterback on Kentucky's roster. Okay, now here's how he eats a banana. 
literally ate the whole freaking banana. And truthfully, I don't eat bananas once they look like that. His banana was like 80% black. That's a banana bread banana. Yes, exactly. That's what, when bananas get that old, I do two things with them. You either make banana bread with it or you peel them. Throw them in the freezer. That way you can make smoothies with them because they're ultra sweet. That That's when they're the sweetest, but they're also super mushy, which I like my bananas more firm. But is this an acceptable way to eat a banana skin first? Hell no. No, it's very weird. I didn't care for how casually he was doing it. And uh, <laughs> as somebody who has gotten way, way too into gardening, in the last uh, year and a half, even before the pandemic, uh, that peel is great compost, and uh, not anymore. Not if you eat it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing of the best of social media. This right here is literally one of the best things that you will ever see on social media. So uh, there's a Polish Polish javelin thrower, Ma- Ma- Maria A, who I will Andrew. I won't even Andra try to check. Say okay. I think, I think it's Andra check. Oh, yep. Yeah. That does look like check. Um, uh, a N D E J C Z Y K. And that's Czech. a bad scrabble hand. <laughs> right. Uh, she auctioned off her Olympic silver medal to help send an eight month old to Stanford university for a heart surgery. And somebody won the bid for $125,000 and then returned the medal to her. Ralph, that got me all in my feels because it's like, because remember, we talked about how much that medal is even worth. The, the, the medal is only worth a couple hundred bucks. So somebody bought the medal at an auction for $125,000 and were like, ma'am, you did I love this. I want to help the kid, but you can get your medal back. And my goosebumps have goosebumps right now. Like I, I remember when uh, you remember uh, Sully Sullenberger crashed that plane. I guess he landed the plane yes, in the Hudson in the, after Hudson, he hit yep. some geese and everybody lived. And uh, he became a motivational speaker after that. I'm sure he still flew planes or whatever. But one of the things that he said is like, you never know when your moment's going to come. And so find the way that you can use it to do the most good right when you're in that sweet spot. And, um, and, and, and this just is the perfect example of that. Like we probably never would have even known her name because most people just pay attention to the medal winners from their country. And really the only ones they pay attention to are the ones who, who win gold. She called attention to uh, a cause that mattered, maybe helped save a, a kid's life got publicity for this chain store and got her medal back. And it's like, that is how you use your moment. That's how you do it. And, and I just, that that's incredible. Uh, shout out to Maria Andrzejczyk. I'm a, because of this, I'm going to learn how to properly pronounce her name. She, we, we owe her that. Yep. All right. The next thing up, Ralph, you're going to have to explain this to me because I kind of got lost. Okay. And yeah. So yeah. So here here it is. This is presented without explanation for me. I'm going to let Ralph explain it because I don't quite get it. Okay. What are, what are we looking at? 
That is so oh man. I think that's freaking awesome. So you know when you go into like a CVS or a fries, Gumby. No man, that's the Tulane Green Wave. That's the oh, Tulane um, okay logo, right? That's not that's a logo. You can't their mascot can't actually be like water. <laughs> but, I didn't know whether it was the Kool Aid Man. Like no, you're treating that like a magic eye. You really can't see it. No, I can I can see it now. I just couldn't. I was at first. I was like, "Okay, is this a Kool Aid thing, or is this a?" <laughs> and then it and then it reminded me of the black people who've been out uh, walking up the crates. Okay. <laughs> no, this is a this is a Coca Cola display that they do. Um, you know, they'll do like the Fourth of July ones or um, Memorial Day or what, whatever else, uh, yeah. like the American flag out of, out of all the soda boxes. Someone used Sprite, uh, Coke zero and Coke to make a giant two lane green wave. And I can't tell what that is. Is that like Barks root beer? Um, I don't know. I just think that this was, this is pretty cool. Cause they took it all the way up to the ceiling, uh, which is funny to me. I, I always wonder if they plan on actually selling any of these, like what if I wanted a Sprite? Exactly. Exactly. So there, a question. George, if you can see down in the bottom right corner, what is blue Fanta? What is that flavor? Oh, that it, it's blue raspberry, bro. Bro, is it? Yeah, hell yeah. I might have to try that. Oh, Fanta is amazing. All right, uh, the next thing up, uh, this anti-masker went viral. Open a pit of hell. You do not get a vaccine passport put on us. You know, as the population who's in control, you know that the people are the politicians. Once you get a power, you will never relinquish it. Do you think that the four feet of marble that holds you above high in this chamber will help you from the fate of humanity which you are unleashing? Aren't kids already asked how many vaccines they have when they sign up to go to school? Yes. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, th- what do you think this dude's hair smells like? Because, oh, because, yeah. because, big he, dreads. Yes, he has white guy dreads. He is very much, he very much has the whole vibe of like San Diego beach guy. I was going to say surfer, but usually surfers aren't like my build. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for laughing. Uh, but he, um, yeah, man, this is kind of a beach bum, and I've never seen, I've never seen a beach bum wig out like that. Uh, here's the deal guarantee he has. Dirty feet. Guarantee. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if he doesn't even do the white people thing of using shampoo in your hair and then just letting it fall over your legs because he doesn't use shampoo in his hair, then you might be right. Dude, dude, dude that, that, that dude smells like all outside. Can um, we can we can we address the fact that like uh, I can't remember who said this, um, but I've thought about it every day since just because you're loud doesn't mean you're right. Correct. Like the. Your volume does not. Your volume does not increase the validity of your point. And he called the Nazis, or in some way made reference to Nazis, 
And like the only other dude that I remember in history who talked like that was the chief Nazi, like yelling to get your point across does not make it a better point. Yep. 100% dude. 100%. All right. Um, last thing up on the best of social media. I did not send this to Ralph because I need, damn. Oh, wait, hold up. I'm going to do this. So I can see Ralph's, so we can see Ralph's face at the exact same time because we have to see his face when he sees this. Because we we all know that Ralph is, um, he gets a little squeamish, if you will, when when things get a little, um, uh, when certain subjects come come up in in the world, like right? Huh. Why you got to do me like this? It, what's frustrating is that this could be a dozen different things. I mean, I have a feeling it's probably going to be like something sexual or whatever, but like. Uh... OK, so here here it is. Ralph, re react to this. Are you watching? I'm watching. OK. This is Ric Flair, they say. Ric Flair, the. The wrestler? Yes. Is he on a plane? I don't know what he plane, bus, train, something. Is that really Ric Flair? They're they are saying that that is Ric Flair. <sighs> they. Why? Why are we? <sighs> Buddy, why'd you send this to me? <laughs> Okay, so what's your reaction, Ralph? Well, I don't care for it. Um, it's unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> he said that it's unsanitary. That could always be done at a later time. It's probably illegal. Um, fruits of the spirit include self-control, so <laughs> it's a fruitless act. Uh, <laughs> What would you uh, do if you got on a plane and Ric Flair was doing that? So you've entered you've entered a gray area for me because uh, you know I'm not someone to oh geez I almost said hold my tongue not the right phrase for this occasion I'm not someone <laughs> I'm not someone to not speak out right like yeah. I, but then you throw in that it's like. Um, fairly intimate and then that makes me like recoil into like well those things are private and uh yeah i i, I guess i don't know i have not i don't know i i remember when i used to live in like apartment complexes and then people would come down to use the public pool and they get like uh, for 3 p.m on a monday you're doing too much yeah, right yeah and i and i would leave and if and if there were kids at the pool, I'd be like, let's go get a uh, I'll buy you a soda or whatever and explain it to your parents. And I would I would let what I, but I'd try to like not I'm trying to make sure that everything was OK. But you but in any other situation, if it was like somebody like swearing or something like that, like around like little kids, I'd be like, hey, watch your mouth. Yeah. Then this saying watch your mouth to Ric Flair in this situation is not the right thing to do. <laughs> I hate this. 
That is Reister wrong for the day. Ralph has to go wash his uh, eyes out with with contact solution and and prayer. Uh, <laughs> all right, we will catch you guys on Friday. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.